hello, good morning, and welcome to this week's serving of Mickey Waffles, a Disney podcast where we cover everything from parks, movies, and merchandise. My name is Sinead. My name's Kate. Hi, how's it going? I'm pretty good, Kate. How are you? I'm pretty good too. That's good to hear. I know. How's your week going? It's fine. It's, I'm here. It's been a while since we've recorded. Yeah, I was thinking that. It's been like, it's going to be six weeks where we've only done... Trip stuff. And also we've only recorded like once every two weeks. Yeah. Because just the way there, our trip's planned out. Yeah. We recorded a lot of stuff last time. So much stuff that I was actually delirious <laughs> the third time we recorded. And you can definitely hear it coming towards the end of the podcast as well. And you, and, and you can you could tell what I was editing as well. <laughs> that, that was the time. Yeah. Have you been up to anything fun as of late? Not really. Okay. Have I? I don't know. I don't think so. No. I was babysitting over the weekend. Didn't watch a single Disney movie. Oh, okay. Watched Lord of the Rings. Had to take four breaks. Oh, yeah, no. So much tea. Was mm. drunk. So much tea. But, yeah, no. I don't think I've done anything... Disney-related. Disney-related. I'm clearly taking a mental break from Disney. <laughs> just to, like, <laughs> like span myself out for the next few weeks. <laughs> for the week when we're there. I, me and Breffney started a thing last weekend so we watched The Nightmare for Christmas mm-hmm. and then this past weekend we decided to watch Frank and Weenie which I I hate Frank and Weenie okay you just you just you say these things and then I'm just like why are we friends I just hate that animation why I just don't like it okay well I don't it like makes it. me feel uncomfortable either way I love <laughs> Frank and Weenie and I will always have a soft spot for Frank and Weenie purely because it tries and mirrors the original Frankenstein movie and the whole Universal Classic Monster movies in so many like cute little ways, which I love. Plus, it was the first release from when I was a cast member. So I have oh, cute. copious amounts of Frank and <laughs> Tat, which yeah. I didn't even realise how much of it I still owned. Mm-hmm. So my Sparky came out. I was trying very desperately to make Brefney drink tea instead of beer so that he could use the mug. I got my goo cup out. It was a great time. Loved it. So my plan this weekend is to watch Halloween Town and probably Hocus Pocus as well. Wow. I've watched Hocus Pocus in ages. Since last Halloween? No, I've watched it between last Halloween and now. Yeah. But it's been a while since I've watched it. I mean, it sits right here. Yeah, just just, <laughs> just looking at us. It's, it's almost it's, like on a pedestal. <laughs> it's It sits beside us every time we record. It's it's never fair. And the Sanderson sisters are always looking at us and judging us as well. Yeah. So. As God intended. But anyways, so if you've not listened to the past couple episodes, I'll give you a quick rundown. There's a mini waffle about the new updates to Terror of Terror. There is... Which a lot of people said they really liked, so thank guys. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was kind of helping people get like mentally... Yeah, prepared mentally for Mentally prepared it. for yeah. it. There's also an episode all about Halloween at DLP. So if you are going to the Halloween soiree and you haven't been to any of the rest of DLP during Halloween if you're not a nut job like me and Kate then go check that out it'll give you some ideas about characters and food and stuff like that and we also just published I say just published it'll have been a week ago by the time this comes out but there's also our trip report from our last trip so naturally the next thing we have to release is a trip planning is more trip planning (laughs) good lord yeah I was when we sat down to have a quick plan of this episode I was like didn't we just do this (laughs) And the answer is yes, yes we did. <laughs> so uh, it's going to be somewhat similar to the other trip planning video. Video? No, to the other trip planning. That episode. just rolls, rolls off my tongue. Trip planning video. <laughs> to the other trip planning episode we did. But we're obviously going to focus more on the party rather than just Halloween in general. Yeah. And also because the dynamic of this trip is going to be different. Because instead of six of us going, there's only three of us. 
Mm-hmm. That we'll just move them on. Like we're not going to repeat everything we said in the last episode because that would be boring and we wouldn't even want to talk about it. No, but we'll make we'll make note of things that we might not have done when we went the last time that we want to make sure that we do this time. Stuff like that. So yeah, but before we get on to that, I suppose we better get on to the news. So first up, before Halloween even has started, we have the Christmas 2019 press release from Disneyland Paris. Great. Uh, woo! So the magic of Christmas kicks off on the 9th of November. I hate that it's 9th of November because nothing starts until like the 12th. <laughs> I think they're just like, hey, there'll be decorations up. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, for almost two months, guess we will experience the lights and the wonderful Christmas parade, blah, 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 blah. First up, we have the light up the tree with Mickey's magical Christmas lights. At nightfall, guests are in a for a big surprise during the newly adopted Christmas tree lighting ceremony alongside Mickey, Minnie and Santa Claus. Together they will light up the spectacular 24 meter tall tree in the middle of Main Street, USA. This year, during our Christmas season, the Sleeping Beauty castle will be enhanced in a brand new way, drawing even more attention and focus to the new animations in direct link with this year's Mickey's Magical Christmas Light Ceremony. I.e. there's no lights on the castle this year, but they're going to put a heckin' ton of projections on it, is what I'm hearing here. Yeah, I... Because in a separate release from ED92, they said that there was going to be no lights on the castle this year. Yeah, because they haven't already put them up. Yeah, which is sad. I actually, I sent out, I was like, ah, we don't need to go anymore. (laughs) I was like, what's the point? (laughs) So I think they're planning on going to be putting like projections on it instead, because the castle will be part of the new tree lighting ceremony. It will include mapping projection on the castle, special lighting on Central Plaza and Main Street USA, and ending with the lighting of the tree on Town Square. Yeah, it'll probably start with the castle and then work its way up. Move its way down. I mean, I'll allow it. I guess it'll be kind of cute. Then the Starlight Princess Waltz is coming back on the 15th of November. The sparkly celebration with Disney Princess? Yeah, the thing I don't care about. It's just so boring. I just... Is that the thing where they have to do the masks? Oh, yeah, it's that. Strength. And they're like, which princess am I? And it's like, I don't know, you've got a big poofy pink dress. Maybe you're Aurora. <laughs> Give me strength. Then, rediscovered Disney's Christmas parade. The traditional Christmas parade is returning to the parade route for two performances every day. I don't think anything's changed at all, which is perfect because the, the parade was great. perfect. So it doesn't need to be changed. Then there's also magical meet and greets in a festive setting. So it is now park. Guests will feel the Christmas spirit as soon as they set foot inside with snowmen, glowing Christmas trees and other snow-covered decorations. It's other snow-covered decorations. I'm like, okay. Um, and it is in the magical setting that the Disney characters have decided to celebrate Christmas and New Year. Just some of the Disney characters' guests can meet in Disneyland Park for a photo or hug. <laughs> Not both. <laughs> you got a photo or a hug. Yeah. Our Thumper, Miss Bunny and Stitch. Santa Claus will also be welcoming guests at Meet Mickey Mouse in a specially dedicated lodge until tw- 25th of December. There's no Marie this year. Was she not in that other no. thing? No. No, she was highlighted as being missing. Uh, that's sad. Why did they take all the really cute ones out? I like, don't. Marie was really cute for Christmas because yeah. she had a little bell. I wonder if they'll have Stitch in his Santa Claus outfit. Yeah, that'd be cute. Maybe. Uh, what would Christmas be like without traditional songs? Let's sing Christmas show will feature the greatest Christmas tunes together with Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Goofy, and the singers. 
Every weekend, choirs will even have the opportunity to perform on the stage of Videopolis. We never saw this, but I think it will happen last year as well. Yes, we have seen people sing in Videopolis though. Yes, we have. Holy Family School of, uh, who was it? Holy Family School? Kill? Kildare? Kill something. It was somewhere in Kildare. Yeah, I just know the only Holy Family School I know is the Deaf School in Cabra, and I knew it wasn't them. No. And I was like, I don't know. But that would are. be very cute. It would have been very cute because their choir is adorable. Kate would have been up there like <laughs> waving about. I know them <laughs> Then we also have the Enchanted Advent Calendar, which is from the 1st to the 21st of December. Which I Lads. have to say, guys, it's really underwhelming Lads. and don't get excited for it. Save your time in the morning. Don't queue up for this. It's literally just Anne character comes out, a pre-chosen family come out and they're like, oh, look at this thing that you can buy. And it's no, don't don't waste your time on it. If you happen to pass it when it's happening, sure. Do not queue up for it. Don't waste your time. Like I genuinely thought it was going to be cute. And I was like, this is actually going to be really cute. And no, it's just, but, it, and then it's not even like an item that is specially for that day. Or a special price for that day. No, it's just, here's this item that you might've already even bought. Yeah, no, don't waste your time. Shite is what it is. Okay. I just, I hate it when they fuck things about Then we also have the Christmas season at Walt Disney Studios Park. So a musical Christmas with Mickey's Christmas Big Band. Which, which is great. Uh, will be going until the 5th of January. Very good. Animagic Theatre will be ringing again this year to jazz rhythms during Mickey's Christmas Big Band. The live show is in keeping with the traditional musical. It plays lively homage to Winter's Loveliest Melodies, featuring Disney characters. The program includes the Big Band Orchestra, fast-paced tap dance acts, and even a solo by Mickey on the Drums. This show is fantastic. It's a great show. It's, oh, it's, it's so good. Picture Mickey and the Magician level, but... Christmas. So much glitter. And then Minnie comes out and she's like... She has a feather boa that looks like a, a piano. queen. Like, oh. Minnie in this show oh. is the ultimate queen. And they have a little waltz. Yeah. Oh, it's the cute... Go see, go see Mickey's Big Band. It's great. It's on till the 5th of January. It's there while Mickey, like, it, Mickey and the Magician takes a break for this to come on. So if you're there, definitely go see it. Mm-hmm. Then what we've all been waiting for, ladies and gentlemen, surprise Mickey. Following its success last season, the hashtag Surprise Mickey Show will be returning to the stage production courtyard at the foot of the Hollywood Terror Hotel. And to celebrate Christmas in the best way possible, many of your friends will have some new surprises in store for guests. This show will be available from the 15th of November to the 5th of January. Luckily, I'm going on the 18th. It's almost as if you planned it. It is, yeah. Uh, the Magical Christmas Merchandise. Here, guests will be able to find an array of exclusive products, including ornaments, pins, colour toys, and even new Star Wars and Minnie Mouse Christmas jumpers. I have a feeling that a lot of those ornaments are things that are already in the park. Or you can get on Shop Disney. Yeah. So. I hate that one. I wouldn't get too excited. Guests can find these uh, basically anywhere. It also says a new generation of Minnie Mouse ears is born. For Christmas, the Disneyland Paris merchandise team have a brand new concept for you. The 3D headband. Is that the shitty one that we saw? They're the expensive ones that we saw in the park that were so expensive. And it was just like, here's Anne Rose Gold Castle. Here's Anne Rose Gold mini head. But it's hollow plastic. It's it's real. It's cheap look, cheapy looking tat. Like I'm gonna go their worst quality. Like obviously, three D printed things are more expensive because of how they're made. Yeah. But like they're definitely lower quality than a three D printed pair of ears. Oh yeah, absolutely. They're such tat. They're yeah. The kind of plastic you find like in two euro shop toys mm. is how I'd explain it. So no. Would avoid. Do you want to talk about the food? Sure. So tastier than ever Christmas is how they're, is how they're, 
Behöver säkert. So during Disney's Enchanted Christmas, guests will be available will be able to try many tasty winter treats in Disney parks, Disney Village, and in the Disney hotels. So there's a wide range of products for all tastes. Probably not vegetarian though, or gluten free, and budgets to keep everyone happy and extend the Christmas ma- and New Year magic. So the Christmas version of Le Rendezvous de Gourmand is going back. They have taken it away for less than a month. It left on the 13th of October. It comes back on the 7th of November. And I think a lot of the booths are going to be the same. Because last year when we were there, we went to the pretzel booth and the crepe booth. Because the crepe booth also does the really nice cider. And oh my God, that cider. When we were there in the start of October, I hit the pretzel booth and the, <laughs> the crepe, crepe booth and got the really nice cider. So it's, it's, it's much the same. There are still going to be some new items, though, it says, including beef bourguignon, butternut squash soup, which could actually be really nice, roasted chestnuts, and a selection of exclusive passion fruit, chocolate, and chestnut Yule logs. I might actually get those. Yeah, that could be cute. Love me some Yule logs. <gasps> At the end of Hollywood Boulevard, there will also be a chalet offering different vegan recipes, soup, winter vegetable, tagine, and a mini banana bread. Ooh! Do we think the soup's probably going to be beetroot? But butternut squash soup is... Yeah, true. Is that, well, they, they might have put cream in it, mm. which makes it not vegan. You can also get some mulled wine at the Winter Twist Chalet. And then they've also released dining packages for Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve, which are extortionately expensive. Also, a bunch of people seem to be really excited about them. They were like, finally, the packages are out. And I'm like, no. Lads, I, I, don't get me wrong. We've never done this, so I don't know, but... One of the sittings at California Grill was 515 euro per person. I can't. So at that stage, I was just shut my mind off because I was like, I'm never going to, I'm never going to eat there. So, but it does say the menus, which are creative as they, which are as creative as they are varied, will also include exceptional vegan specialities. I mean, they're trying. They are. There. And then they said Disney characters will also be there. I assume these are at the two meals as well. Mm-hmm. And then it just goes on to discuss the... New Year's Eve party, there's going to be DJs, there's going to be characters, there's going to be the special New Year's fireworks over the castle. And of course, some Disneyland park attractions will be open over the course of the evening. Yeah. That sounds ominous to say the least. I'd say it's probably (laughs) because they have a tendency to shut off all of Fantasyland whenever fireworks are going to happen, so it's probably that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so that seems to be everything for the announcement. Yeah, there's not that much change from last year. No. But which is fine because I feel like last year was like a big step up for them for Christmas. Like they don't need to change everything every year. Like no. it's fine to reuse the same things. Just just tweak it and make things nicer. Yeah. Which, uh, let's be honest, we're all just here for this prize Mickey show. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so speaking of things that are coming around the Christmas time. Next, from I think the 4th of November there's going to be soft openings for the new animation celebration show. Buzzing. I think they're running, I think what I saw was from the 4th until like the 16th, so the day before it opens. There's no set times, there's no set dates, there's no guarantees that it'll be open between these times, but if you are going to be in Disneyland Paris in those two weeks before animation celebration fully opens, what I would suggest is, like we always say, Follow ED92 on Twitter and set up notifications. Chances are they'll let you know if and when things are, if they are running soft openings for or stuff like that. So if it's something that you would want to check out while you're there, keep an eye on their Twitter. Chances are they'll let you know. Moving on to other renovations. It was announced 
I want to say during the week, but it could have been last week. I actually am not sure. So the Studio Tram Tour, which we previously discussed about being rethemed, is being rethemed. And it's confirmed that it has been, it is going to be rethemed to Cars. And it's going to be called Cars Route 66. Uh, buckle up and join Cars stars Lightning McQueen and Mater for a fun-filled family road trip. Discover natural and mechanical wonders along the legendary Route 66. This will open summer of 2020 at Walt Disney Studios Park. Then, as part of the update, a new entrance is currently under construction at the back of Toy Story Playland, and all the scenes left of Hollywood Boulevard will be removed. This will allow works to progress on the park's expansion project. So basically, you get the scene where you get the water and the fire, which in fairness is the only good scene Yeah, in it. fair. But it now means the tram tour is about five seconds long. I don't know. I mean, you have to kind of wait and see what they do with it. Like, the picture that they have now is literally just grass everywhere. But I'm going to assume they're going to put in some kind of theming. Because they have to. Because otherwise it doesn't make any sense. Do they? Yeah. Was there theming around the other one? Well, no, but that wasn't themed to a a, a, a film. Like, when you look at it, when you look at it, there is a Lightning McQueen and it looks like the truck in it has eyes. You mean this Lightning McQueen? Yeah. Yeah, he does. It is Lightning McQueen. No, but I mean the truck in the actual, like... Oh! It looks like it has eyes. I see what you mean. So, I mean, I don't know. I hope that they theme it somewhat. Otherwise, it's going to be a very, very boring time. Yeah. But I'm glad that they're doing something with it because a lot of the tram tour is just extremely outdated and very boring for a lot of people. Yeah. So, at least they're doing something. I mean, it, I they could have just got rid of the tram tour and just put something else in. They could have expanded Toy Story Land. Um, ah, it's just cheaper this way. Yeah. I think they're already paying so much money for the rest yeah, of the expansion true. that they're like, ah, we'll just, we'll just do this. <laughs> Fair. Makes sense. <laughs> Look, we had some news in the past kind of week or so. Again, I'm real thrown off because we've not recorded so recently. Yeah, I don't know when we are. <laughs> 1892 tweeted saying that the pin trading nights are officially coming to an end. So the last one will take place on October 25th in Hotel Santa Fe. I don't know why they're ending, but they must just not be selling well, yeah, I would assume. I'm, I'm going to assume Disney are just sort of like trying to, Disneyland Paris are just trying to up their game. Mm. I feel like this is something they've done for a while that I don't think they do. Yeah. In um, in the American parks. Not that I'm aware of anyway. I know that they do pin trading like things sometimes. Yeah. But they're definitely not to the extent it is in Paris where it's like, and this month's one is here. And this month's one is here. Yeah. I'm going to assume that it's a lot of... I don't know if this is different to the brunches though. No, yeah. These are just the ones... But these ones still just happen every month, don't they? In like the conventions or like the hotels. I don't know. Because there's always like the brunchy one, which is like yeah. the themed ones. Mm. And then there's just like pin trading night. Yeah. So maybe attendance for these just isn't great. Yeah, I also think that might have something to do with the fact that just from a my own perspective of pin trading that a lot of the pins I buy, I now just keep because yeah, they're I pins, pins I really like. Like I in like previously I've bought like really really basic pins and traded for them, but now I just find pins that I love and keep them and put them on my pin board. Yeah. And I do like I still have a few pins left that I am too fond of. That mm. I'm happy to trade, but I'm running out of them. Like, I think I had like over 20 and now I'm down to like six. Yeah, but you also don't actively go and trade. Do you know what I mean? Like, you don't look for people to go and trade. No, yeah, fair. So, I mean, I have never been a pin trader person by any means. I buy the pins that I like and they go up on my pin board. That's it. And in fairness, I only ever really buy Halloween pins anyways. Or Phantom Manor pins. Wow. 
What a surprise. On brand. What new information? Then moving on from that, the Cars area in Walton Studios has finally reopened. Woohoo! And it looks lovely. I'm really excited. It's got a really lovely lick of paint on it. It has. Everything's nice and shiny again. Very excited. We'll go on it, potentially, depending on what the wait times are, and we'll let you know whether they fixed the seatbelts or not, or whether we both shamefully have to go, hi, hello, can I have the extender, please? Shamefully, but only because we're adults. (laughs) No, I know, but still. (laughs) Breath didn't have to ask for one. Shh. Yeah, well, Breath's... He's a little skinny prick. Very skinny. <laughs> skinny bastard. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know why. It just doesn't make any sense. Because even the cast members are like, yeah, every adult needs one. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm very excited. I'll definitely be getting some pictures. Because it's cute. Yeah, it is. Next up, moving over to the American Parks. Galaxy's Edge has had an update to their food. So they have, I think it's five new food items. Two of which are vegan, which is great. So there is a Ronto Less wrap, which is in Ronto Roasters, which is a vegan hot dog, vegan sausage, whatever it's supposed to be. Um, it's slightly different. I think it has like spicy kimchi and stuff. It's not just, here's the Ronto wrap with a plant-based sausage in it. Yeah. They have changed it up a little bit. And every, all of the reviews I've heard have been really, really positive. There's also a kids vegan meal which has a beyond burger in a bow bun which seems really weird but everyone that's tried it is like this is amazing <laughs> so i'm very intrigued you get like a little orange and a carrot with it oh you can get chocolate popcorn now which sounds delicious although i did see someone that has tried the chocolate popcorn in tokyo was like i was hoping it was going to be like oh. that seemingly it tastes more like hot chocolate popcorn right okay like salty hot chocolate popcorn yeah still sounds delicious to me and mm-hmm. um, you can also get pork rinds in ronto roasters i hate pork rinds i don't they kind of just are they just like porky prawn crackers yeah kind of but they're always really like wet oh gross no, these ones have like cinnamon them. sugar on them as well hmm. everyone has said they're gross i haven't seen a single person say they're nice hmm. and then you can also now get a charcuterie board in august cantina because nothing says star wars quite like a charcuterie board <laughs> And on the topic of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge food, because people are no fun, they have taken away all of the theme names and now it's just back to boring old names. It's, I find it more boring than other names in Disney. It's baffling. It's literally just like burger with fries. It just... It's like hot dog with choice of fries. Like, I don't understand. I really, I'm like, are people that are people that lazy because like one of them i think was called like a fried yip tip or something like that i'm like are people that lazy that they couldn't say here's here's the name of the dish this is what it is yeah but i think it's the same thing that happened with satuli canteen satuli canteen had different like fun names and stuff and i think they held on to theirs the same thing was happening with with galaxy's edge and disney were kind of like we can't afford for people not to go here yeah i don't know i think it was a poor move on Disney's behalf. I get it, but I'm sad that I never got to see the fun names. I just don't understand. Like, are people like, do you think people were complaining and they were like, you can't call something that if it's not that? Or were people like, I don't know what that is. So I'm going to go somewhere else in the park. Yeah. Like what's a yip tip? That sounds gross. Yeah. I'd say it was more so that people just not understanding what it was and just going elsewhere. Like I have just a very stereotypical mindset of someone going... Ew. And then just walking away. Yep. And so yeah, that's 
But either way, I'm excited to try the vegan options, especially because they've had amazing reviews. Yes. Yes. Then also this week, I think it actually was this week, the Disney Skyliner reopened. Finally. It would have been last week, actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they also added a new sign that says, like everywhere else in the world that uses this system. The shade. Yeah. There, it literally was like, like everywhere else in the world that uses this exact same system, the Skyliner is subject to pauses and breakdowns, basically. Honestly, like. But it's true because... Not only where, what vlog did I watch? And someone got on a gondola and it was actually in a way more, I not dangerous situation, but it was up like this massive, like rocky mountain. Yeah. And it went for way longer than the little uh, stations in Disney World. And sure, people were filing onto that like that there was no tomorrow. And one thing happens with the Skyliner in Disney World and everyone literally freaks the fuck out and are like, I can never go on this again. It's so unsafe. And I'm like, no, like I understand that what happened to the people in the act, not even accident, just like the system, like downtime. Yeah. It wasn't a nice time. People were stuck for three hours. Yeah. Okay. No one got hurt. There was no actual accident. Yeah. It was a system downtime and the buggy didn't click onto the rail. Yeah. And I'm just like... I think people are slightly over-dramatizing what the True. issue was. And I get it. And I agree. But I think the difference is if you are getting a gondola, and this is just me playing devil's advocate. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you are getting a gondola up a mountain, you expect that to be a bit more <laughs> tedious than getting a gondola from Hollywood Studios to Pop Century. Yeah. But I think it's also a case of like, it's one thing if you get a gondola while you're in, I don't know, Switzerland or something like that. And you're just going up a mountain while you happen to be on holiday. Yeah. Like, people take out loans. People save for years to go to Disney. Like, everything to do with Disney is so expensive. Yeah. That if you are then stuck somewhere for three hours. I think it's more so that, like, Disney is held to a higher regard. Because they have hyped themselves up yeah. to be held in a higher regard. Mm-hmm. And they charge much more to be considered a higher regard. Yeah. So I think they've kind of created this beast themselves yeah okay yeah. um don't get me wrong i do think people are overreacting no and yeah are like oh my god no, don't get me wrong i probably won't go on it and if i do i'll need to have several drinks of me but that's because i'm afraid of heights that's yeah. not because i'm worried that it's unsafe or anything like that accidents happen with every form of transport yeah it is unfortunately just the nature of what it is but yeah, I think Disney have kind of done this to themselves. It's all right saying, oh, we're the same as every other gondola ride, but not all other gondolas cost thousands to get there in the first place. Yeah, fair. So that's my Either favorite. way, it's back up and running now. There's been no complaints since it's been back up. And I suppose it's just going to keep on running. The people on Instagram here were like, maybe it just will never open again. Like that was crazy talk. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, Disney have not spent thousands. I'm going to go with millions. Thousands. Yeah. <laughs> Millions is definitely more accurate to just not do it anymore. So silly. But it's open. Everyone seems fine. People have been on it. The only thing I have to note is that Tim Tracker, who is such a viable source of information, went on it like two days after it reopened. And the only thing was that he thinks the carts are slightly further apart now. Yeah. When they're in the loading station. Makes sense. Just so that if there is a downtime and something doesn't catch. Yeah. That it's less probable to knock into the one behind it yeah which fine cool great yeah so next thing we want to talk about was we saw the trailer for the imagineering story which is coming to disney plus and basically you have all of these imagineers you have even joe roadie basically being like we're gonna take you behind 
Imagineering and Disney. We're going to show you the things that people don't get to see. And it keeps like leaving you on all these cliffhangers. You'll have this Imagineer taking you through and be like, we're going to show you this and like yeah. <laughs> half pulling back a curtain and then it cuts to the next one. So this is the kind of content that I was hoping Disney Plus would have. And I think if I remember correctly, when we talked about Disney Plus first, <laughs> yeah. we said, this is the thing that I, I want to know about Imagineering because yeah. like I can watch like it's called Spade a Spade. You can watch a vlog about what it's like to be a cast member. We know what it's like to be a retail cast member. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I understand that. But it's like, how do they come up with the concepts for all these different rides? How do the ride vehicles work? How do animatronics work? Like, stuff like that really intrigues me. How do ride vehicles work really gets me. Honestly. I'm like, let me see it. So I'm I'm absolutely buzzing for this. There is still no date for when the hell we're gonna get it over here. So I I'm like, just want, like I'm like, do I buy do I buy a VPN for the Netherlands potentially and just subscribe to that one? Yeah. So chances are we're probably just gonna have to get a VPN and bootleg it another way. But I'm very excited to see the show. I think it's gonna be fan bloody tastic. Something else exciting, kind of, or that Disney thinks is exciting. Yeah happened during the week was that there was a bit of hype for this new thing called D350 that was coming to Disney Store in Oxford Street and everyone was like oh my god this is so amazing and I tried to ask cast members in the Grafton Street store that I was friends with and nobody was telling me what it was because they were all gonna get fired which I think was being overdramatic but nonetheless and no, nobody would tell me <laughs> they've been embargoed they're just doing their jobs the same thing happened when we had Star Wars product in we were also embargoed that shit happens. That doesn't mean I can't be me about it. Yeah, so nobody would tell me what it was. And I was... But they all they kept telling me was, you're going to be so excited. Like, there's going to be so much to talk about. You're going to love it. And it was released today, what it is, in Oxford Street. And they've basically built off the side of the first floor. So the floor you come in on. They've built off the side of it. Made a tiny little room. And basically taken product that's usually in the basement of the Grafton Street store. And chucked it into that room. It's very... And that's it, really. There's like a couple of statues in there and this big Funko Pop box you can get into. But then it's just graphic novels, collectibles, Funko Pops and Loungefly. I'm very underwhelmed. Me too. I don't understand what the massive big hype was because... Dublin's had this. Dublin's had this for five Five years. years. Five years the basement's been there. And it's the exact same thing. Yeah. Just less themed. It looks more like clean. Yeah, I don't know. I just, especially because the way they went about it. They were like, ooh, wow, boom, wow. What could this be? What's this? They just, they overhyped it. Like they, they. Maybe that's what I was looking for. (laughs) They just posted this like black thing on Instagram with a countdown and just didn't specify anything. And then it was like D350. And I don't know whether it was because we, although I don't think you were there for the opening of the basement. I was. For the opening of it? Yeah. Oh. It was my first week. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, see, like, when I started as a cast member, the basement in the Grafton Street store was just a, it was just a basement. It was storage. Yeah. And then there was this whole big thing. We had all these fixtures put in and only certain products could go at certain places. And the floor was painted like Captain America's shield. And the Hulk was put in and we had Captain America and this, like, pinball machine. And it was, like, this whole big cool thing that was supposed to be, like, the Disney store nerd cave, basically. And that was fine. That was fine for a while. Then they couldn't keep the product that was supposed to be on the special shelves. They couldn't keep that in stock. So it just ended up being a mishmash of here, there and everywhere of what was classed as boys franchises. Yeah. And then now it's just a hole for sale. 
Yeah, so then it was, a re- like, a little while ago, it was just all sales stuff went down there, which I thought was hilarious because it eventually became the bargain basement. Literally. Then sale came out and half of the floor ended up being Toy Story. Like, the whole half of the floor was Toy Story because they had no other product to put there. Yeah. I, I think, and it's something that I've mentioned to other people, I think it looks like, so a lot of the Forbidden Planets are going through, like, a refresh Uh so for instance they're currently doing up a new one in glasgow that looks like it's going to be very similar to the one that we have in dublin Mm -hmm. and their refresh was lovely honestly everything just looks so clean (laughs) beautiful absolutely beautiful big fans of the forbidden planet in dublin and it's almost kind of like disney's like oh we'll just model it off that because it looks very similar it's all funko pop and lounge fly but at, yeah. the, at the end of the day, there's always, like, particularly in Dublin, because this is something we were talking about earlier, Forbidden Planet has a very loyal customer base. And they've earned it. Like, you can DM them and just be like, hi, hello, can you pop this on hold for me? They'll ring you. As Kay found out, you can ask about things months in advance and they'll still ring you and let you know. Yeah, they rang me over the weekend and I was like, hi. <laughs> I missed their calls. I rang the back. I was like, hi, I haven't missed a call from you guys. And whoever answered the phone was like, oh, what did you order? I was like, nothing. (laughs) But I'd actually inquired about some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle figurines like three months ago. And they took my name and number and I just like didn't think about it. But they got them in over the weekend and they gave me a buzz and were like, hey, we have them. Do you want them? Yeah. And I was like, I completely forgot I even talked to you about them. But like they take their customer loyalty very serious and they very much built like a community like they run events all the time like and that really works for them but I'm kind of like I don't know how there's only so many people in Dublin that want Loungefly Funko Pops and comics which is the three things that it's like oh hey look got yeah, these yeah. oh oh there's only so many people that are gonna want all of those I feel like it's misjudged yeah I definitely think that in London it makes a tiny bit more sense because the Forbidden Planet in London is a fair walk from Oxford Street. I much prefer the one in Dublin. I feel like the one in Dublin is just more... I feel like the one in London is a bit like, oh, if you're not really into it, then you don't deserve to be into it. Yes. Because sometimes I ask questions about like, I want to say basic nerd things, but like, I don't know, like this more mainstream comic or this more mainstream graphic novel. And they're like, oh, you want that one? And I'm like, oh, okay, bye. Yeah. (laughs) And the... The Forbidden Planet in London always takes all of their chasers out, puts them behind them in a glass case and puts an extra 15 quid on them. No way. Yeah. Maybe not always, but every time I'm in there, they always have trace chasers behind and they're like 25, 30 pounds. Whereas on the flip side for it, Forbidden Planet in Dublin, just put them out. You cannot hold them and they'll just put up a post on Instagram and be like, these are in, come get them. Yeah. And it's first come, first served. Exactly. Yeah. And you can't buy more than one at a time. I'm fairly sure. I think you can only buy, I think it's one chaser per person. Yeah. So it's not just catering to the eBay people. Uh-huh. Which again, lovely. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. I so yeah, know. I think it makes kind of sense and it makes a bit of sense in London. Yeah. And also the London store didn't have anything like that. Exactly. It's something new. But in Grafton Street... Like I was really, I was really angsty with them on Twitter and my personal account. And I was like, hey, Dublin, maybe like you haven't done anything in Dublin in ages except take things from it. <laughs> like what's happening? And then it got confirmed that it's actually also coming to Grafton Street, which is obviously just the basement they already have. But now that we know what it is, I'm like, oh, it really doesn't matter. Yeah. Like I'd say it'll just be a bit of a retheme, bit of a remerge. I think they're fixing the floor because I think the <sighs> floor sunk a bit. 
Yeah, but it's also, they were like, oh, we'll paint it and it looks scuffed, but it's okay because it's Captain America's skull. No, skull. skull. It's Captain America's shield. And it's like, I'm sorry, if it's not even been in a week and it's already bubbling and peeling off, no, it's not okay. Oh, yeah, no, it was a bad time. But anyways. Uh, so yeah, that's D350. Why is it called D350? Who the fuck knows? No one knows. It's like, mm, edgy numbers. <laughs> I wouldn't even mind if it was like 365. Or anything like that. Yeah, like D365, like all year round, like Nerd Haven. No, D350. Stuff. It's almost like those 15 years of the year, no. Oh, stuff. <laughs> we have had a brand new Star Wars trailer for Rise of the Skywalker, which I think it came out with Monday Night Football over in America, but it's also today is the day that Star Wars tickets went on sale. Wee! Boo, 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 midnight. And I haven't been able to get any yet because <laughs> I'm going to be over in England for work. I have to remember to take the day off work because I'm pretty sure the shop's going to be open till midnight because mm. it's coming up to Christmas and I can't be closing that day. <laughs> I'm hoping I can get confirmation that I can book my flights and have them early and I can go to the half-day showing on the Friday in the Stella and I can sit in the gloriously comfy seats. That is my plan. But either way, the trailer itself looks amazing. I won't lie. I had a little cry this morning when I watched it at like half six. <laughs> I just, every time I see Carrie Fisher on the screen, I'm just, I, I like considering I cried my whole way through The Last Jedi because anytime she came up, I was like, no, uh. <laughs> um, it's going to be so much worse. And there's this really, the, the line from C-3PO when he, they're like, what are you doing C-3PO? And he was like, having one last look at my friends. I was like, nope. No, me and Sally watched a reaction video and I don't know who was doing it, but they were like, Mr. Abrams, if you kill off C-3PO, this is the end of our relationship. Just... <laughs> I will no longer be buying any tickets to any of your movies. <laughs> I mean, let's call a spade a spade. I think all of the original characters are probably going to go bye-bye in some way, shape or form. They can't all. They don't have to. I think we that's their way of them. no. I think that's their way of closing off. Oh, you think they're all gonna? Die? Well, I mean, they did with Rogue One. Oh, they had to all die with Rogue One. Where else were they gonna <laughs> Everyone go? Everyone died. <laughs> <Yeah>. Spoiler. <laughs> very excited. Very, very excited for the Rise of Skywalker. I can't bloody wait. I think it's gonna be fab. Indeed. Yeah. I think that's pretty much everything. Except for one thing. You know what today is, Sinead? Today is Tuesday. You know what that means. It's special guest Tuesday! Little recap, gotta do last week, then we'll do this week. (laughs) So last week we had the old hag who she was loving her bit, she was living her best life. Evil, evil. (laughs) She had her little apple, she was like going up to guests and scaring them. It was great, loved seeing her. I I like that there's been a villain every week, I'm appreciating it. Yeah, it's good for the Halloween. Yes. And then this week, we had Yzma, Kronk, and Cusco from Emperor's New Groove. Woohoo! Love them all. Love them all. Kronk is my absolute bae. Do you know what I don't understand, though? Go on. Why were they all in tricycles? Um, because there were so many of them, maybe? Y'all have legs. Y'all come up. But I think... First of all, I think Yzma's dress is quite tight. Her, I can understand, because they could have played up the whole thing of she's too fabulous to walk. I, I also would understand think that. the, like, feet area of Kronk and Cusco might be a bit clunky for okay. trying to dance boot because their feet are actually huge oh, okay. compared to like the rest of them yeah and i don't know if they could have like danced their way down the street my guess is they probably tried yeah and we're like i'm gonna get on the bike <laughs> that's fair so yeah that was special guest tuesday nothing to bear in mind if you're gonna be in dlp next week guest star tuesday happens at 1 30 during halloween season so don't expect to see it before the main parade because you will be sadly mistaken 
So now onto our trip planning portion of the episode. Yes. So we'll start off where we no, seem to always. I don't need my phone anymore. I don't need these. <laughs> this is all from the brain. So we'll start where we always start off, which is the logistics. Yes. So who are we flying with? Erling. I thought you meant like me, you and Ellen. And I was like, with Ellen? <laughs> well, yes, actually, we'll start there. <laughs> it's me, you and your little sister. Yes. So it was her birthday last weekend. Happy birthday, Ellen. So everyone in our family basically chipped in money as a conglomerate birthday and Christmas present for her to be able conglomerate you heard me (laughs) to be able to go to Disneyland because she loved it so much at Christmas when she was with us so she was like yes I'll go with you guys again (laughs) so yeah we're heading off the 30th of October Uh, we're flying with their lingus yes both ways so we don't have to deal with any confusion so our flight is at a very reasonable time 20 to 7 yeah Awfully reasonable. <laughs> Awfully reasonable. So I think we get in at around half nine into Charles de Gaulle. I actually don't know. I haven't looked. I think it's around half nine. And because we had such a good experience with prestige hyphen transfers the last time, and yeah. we priced it up and it actually was cheaper, we are using them again for this trip. Yeah, because I was like, 40 quid, that's cheaper than the bus, and easier, and nicer, and more comfortable. Let's go. Literally couldn't fault them. So booked that pretty much the week we got back from our last trip so that's all organized there should be another lovely frenchman with an ipad with my name on it maybe it's the same guy let's hope it's, i wonder if it's the i same hope it's guy. the same guy he's we gonna like, be like hi You're crazy. <laughs> it's us so where are we gonna get the lovely transfer to kate we are staying in santa fe mm-hmm. because it was the cheapest hotel available <laughs> yes. that was on site yeah I was in Santa Fe last year with Breffney. It's fine. I really hope they don't give us a room that has a double bed and a bunk bed. Not a bunk bed, a set of bunk beds. Um, it won't be that bad though, because I'll sleep on the bottom, I'll sleep on the top and you can have a little bed. Why would you do that? Would Ellen rather not share a bed with you if she had the choice? Probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she hates sharing a bed with me. I, 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 I feel we'd be happier pain. in two single beds, to be honest. I feel her pain. <laughs> So does everyone that ever slaps in a bed with me. Except for Amy. <laughs> she loves it. She's the only person that can deal with you. So yeah, we're staying in Santa Fe. So it'll be interesting. We'll get to do that lovely, lovely long walk. Long at walk. Two in the morning when we're coming back from the Halloween party. Yeah, I'm going to be freezing. Yes. So cold. Yes. It'll be fine. It'll, adrenaline. Adrenaline yeah. will get us there. And get us back. Exactly. So I think that's everything for logistics yeah pretty much we're gonna get the air coach to the airport so the next thing i have down here is food are there any particular food items or food places you yes would like to go? we're gonna get the pumpkin mousse again yes the mini donuts that you got last time yes yes i'd like to try those delish i also want to get those coconut cake pop things that you got last time phantom manor ones yeah luckily they come in a pack of three yeah exactly it's perfect it's like oh it's like it was meant to be i also think we're gonna try and get those cake pop things that are going to be at the party is it at the party yes yeah those things the phantom manor and terror of terror ones yeah i know we're going to talk about the party at the end but i think it fits in here now just fine yeah uh so those i'm gonna try i never expect anything that i want from dlp so we'll try if we fail oh well yeah pretty much it then i don't know about any other like food food i think we have to go back to vapiano's sure in terms of like dinner yeah because i think we've now fully agree that it's the only valuable place to go. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's any other major food things. No, I don't think so. Mine 
Mine is, I also would like to get the pumpkin thing because that is just life. I want to get the Halloweeny cheese toasty because I just assumed it was another croc monsieur because they never specified. So I can actually have it. So Yay. do I want to get it just because it has black and orange bread? Yes, yes I do. Yes, do. So I'm going to get the spoopy cheese toasty. Speaking of bread, I would also like to go to Earl Sandwich because... Oh yeah, we never got Earl Sandwich. I honestly really missed it. Will she get Earl Sandwich on the first day? Yes, I agree. And I also want to go back to Fuente de Laura. But we're not going to try and get loaded fries. No, because they don't exist. <laughs> no. Which but is actually really sad. It is. But I'm thinking, I'm probably going to get the vegetarian rice thing. Mm-hmm. And then you can get whatever you get. But we could probably split fries. So we'll still get chips. Yeah, because the fries we'll are nice. Yeah. We, could, we could even probably split them between the three of us. To yeah. Regard, well, I wasn't just going to like put up a barrier and be like, no, Ellen, no chips for you. No, but I mean, like, there's enough chips yeah, absolutely that it'll be fine for the three of us to oh, share yeah. like on top of As whatever we get yeah. absolutely so yeah that's pretty much everything for food and then everything you mentioned as well oh i'm a leftson hot chocolate oh yeah 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 yeah. um i'd also quite like to get just if we're ever peckish one of those little cookies remember that we got the like mickey mouse sandwich <gasps> cookies that's just reminding me there's like a cute little spooky cake donuty thing that's in the marketplace on main street and i have to go get it oh yeah and there's the jack skellington cookie that that new one as well and there's also the halloween mini waffle mickey waffle oh yeah victorious because that'll be reopened gonna be rolled home (laughs) (laughs) i think this is another one of the trips where i'm only gonna spend money on food (laughs) well (laughs) that's because i don't think there's anything like from being there on our last trip yeah no the one thing that i might get is if they still have them, the Are You Brave Enough pin with the Tower of Terror dude on it. Yes. That's the only thing I want because that was released the day after we left. Okay. <laughs> so of course. that's the only pin I think that I saw and was like, oh, that's actually pretty cool. And because they had this whole Are You Brave Enough season and the yeah. new Tower of Terror thing, it would be a good memory pin. Yeah. So probably just that one. And then I don't think I need anything else. Okay. That's fair. So, but buying a bunch of food and taking a bunch of pictures with it and having a great time. Yes. Heck yeah. <laughs> I think the only merch thing I definitely want, I'm probably going to buy another bag of a spooky pasta if they have it because it's only three euro and it's cute. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to get the Madame Leota Pandora charm. We'll send all the posy vibes that they still have it. They definitely do. They had them everywhere. There's so many places we can check as well. Yeah. So I really want that. I just hadn't budgeted for that the last time. <laughs> um, and honestly, that's probably it because i was gonna get the chippendale plush however i instead gave in to the horrific ebay sellers and i bought the pins online but i didn't want plush i just wanted chippendale as frankenstein and frankenstein's monster so i spent what i would have spent on the plush buying the pins off ebay it is what it is just in terms of food not food just in terms of merch as well i know that ella wants to get a spirit jersey oh okay cool because she was talking about like like a present that she wanted because I think I said I'd buy her a present or like I'd chip in for a present depending on what she wanted yeah and she was like I just really want a spirit jersey <laughs> does she know what one she wants um no I don't think so but she does only know that there's only like three styles in Disneyland I think she could probably fit in the the kids one yeah, yeah the maybe. cute one I think she wants like a just like the black one or something the black one is great but she's like I know I'll wear it all the time oh yeah rather than like buying it oh because I, I i asked her when i was there did she want the pumpkin ears and she was like no i'd rather get a spirit jersey when i go and i was like cool okay no problems fair yeah so i ended up being food and merch which is fine things we'll spend money on <laughs> so are there any rides in particular that you would very much like to do i'd like to do tower of terror once 
Fair. Ellen has told me she's not going to go on it. That's fine. We'll go take because pictures. Because I hyped her out of it. <laughs> Which is fine. I don't mind. I'll go on it once and that's fine. I went on it five times. I mean, we could all get you fast passes and then you could just loop it at me and Ellen and go I take pictures. I just don't think I need to. I think one's fine. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Uh, yeah, so I'd like to do that like once. Yeah. And... I'd like to do Peter Pan's Flight. Yes. Because that was closed last time. Very high up on my list. I'd also like to do Dumbo again. Fair. Love Dumbo. That was fun. That was really fun. Um, And I'd also quite like to do Casey Jr. It's really good. We didn't get to do Casey Jr. Because we were doing Tower of Terror three times in a row. <laughs> and it's just reopened. That and The Little Boats had a reverb. So both yeah. of those are reopened now. That'd be quite cute, I think, to do both of those. If the Wait queues time. are very long in other places, I'm yeah. happy to go do kind of whatever. Yeah. What about you? Fair. Um... Peter Pan's fight is very high up on mine. I would, of course, like to do my usual faves. Space, Thunder, Star Tours. And of course, I am not going to be in Disneyland Paris on Halloween and not do Phantom Manor. It's not happening. I don't care. Not happening. Yeah, Ellen said she's super... One of her, like, top three things to do is to go on Phantom Manor because she's never been on it. Oh, she's going in the Doom Buggy with me then. <laughs> she's going in the Doom Buggy with me this, then. And this is this. And this is this. And do you notice this? <laughs> no, I didn't do that with Brefney the first time. I just let him experience it. But as we went on it other times, <laughs> I explained it to him. I shut the hell up for the first time. And then the more we went on it, I was like, notice this and notice this and here's this and look. So, yeah. But yeah, I can't, I can't be in DLP on Halloween and not do Phantom Manor. That's fair. It, it, would, it would go against every, every fibre of my being. <laughs> Speaking of things that will have to be done on Halloween, what's your thing on characters? Are there any particular characters that you want to meet? I think we both want to meet Stitch. Yes. During like the day. During the morning, preferably. Yeah, because this queue gets so goddamn long. Yeah, so that's a beeline for an extra magic hours. I think we'd also both like to meet Maleficent. Yes. Because we didn't have a chance to last time. No. Which was fine. It was just the way the trip worked out and we knew we were coming back. Yeah. Um, I met... See, because I met the other like random sort of villains. I really want to meet Chippendale. Okay. <laughs> Walked past them so many times. But I knew the queue was too long that I couldn't be bothered because I met Chippendale before. Yeah. But now I have a hankering to meet Chippendale. Um, and then, yeah, the only other random thing that I'm kind of like, ooh, that would be cool is that during the Halloween party, Boba Fett is going to be out. And I'm like, I love that earlier you were like, I don't really like Star Wars. And you're like, hmm, Boba Fett. I like Star Wars. I just don't love Star Wars as much as a lot of other people do because I didn't grow up with it. (laughs) But the idea of meeting Boba Fett, I think is quite cool. Okay. I don't really care about Kylo Ren. Boba Fett would be like, hi, you're so evil. Okay. I don't know why. But there's a lot. There's a lot of characters out during the Halloween party that I'm like, nah. Yeah. Um. Depending, all depending on if they have different outfits on for some reason. I think they might do. I honestly don't know. No, I haven't a clue. I have no um, idea. But if we pass them and see, I don't know, the Halloween party. I'm like, if we pass them and there's twenty thousand people queuing, who cares? <laughs> yeah. Um. And you with characters, Sinead? Yeah. <laughs> Pray tell. <laughs> so want to meet Stitch? Want to meet Maleficent? Because we miss those. If Goofy ever doesn't have a long way, I'd like to meet Goofy with his candy stuff. Oh, I think that'd yeah, because we didn't last time. I want to meet Jack on Halloween. Mm-hmm. So we're all going to have Lime Birdie out. We're all going to be looking to meet Jack. Yeah. It's going to call Spade a Spade. I'm almost tempted to bring my work phone as well. So I have a fourth option as well. Right, yep. <laughs> <laughs> because it's going to be busy on Halloween. Yeah, it so, is. Yeah. Jack's going to be a number one, I think. Yeah, like everyone's going to want to meet Jack on Halloween. So I'm, yeah, I want to meet him on Halloween. And then the only other one is Oogie Boogie and it honestly like gives me su- such anxiety that I'm just like oh 
I don't know. Because it's kind of either a case of I spend the whole party that I've spent extra for potentially meeting Oogie Boogie or I don't and spend the whole night wishing I did. I think it's something we're just going to have to play by ear. Yeah. Like, Oogie stops meeting at half past midnight. midnight yeah. And the party doesn't end till two o'clock. Yeah. So, but then like, what else is going on apart from meeting characters in the parade? I don't know. Is it just the rides are open? I think the shows go on and I think the rides are open. Um, I'm not too sure. Let me pull up the thing. Yeah, like I think the rides are all open. Yeah, the rides are all open till 2 a.m. Um, the Yeah, I think the shows and stuff go on till 2. We could go over to Adventureland. See all the spooky zombies. You'd love it. <laughs> but yeah, I think a lot of the shows and stuff go on till near enough 2 anyways. So yeah, that's the only other thing that I'm like pining for. Mm-hmm. Um, the only good thing is they've released it and Oogie is going to be over by Phantom Manor and Jack is over by Boot Hill. I was worried that DLP was going to do that thing that they always do where you queue up to meet a character and then when they go for a break, it's swapped with a different character. Right, yeah. And I was hoping that wouldn't be the case and thankfully it's not. But yeah, that's... Yeah. (sighs) I'm going to have to do some serious thinking. (laughs) (laughs) Chances are I probably will just commit to it because I think I'll really regret it if I don't. But... We, we shall see. We shall see. The next one is... The next thing that we have on the list anyways is something that I have planned out, but I know you don't. Outfits? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I haven't a clue. Not a donkey's. I'm going to be wearing clothes. I would hope so. I know that much. I don't think they'd let you in the park otherwise, Kate. Well, then. <laughs> I know what I'm wearing. Um, I'm going to have the same uniform every day, which is some pair of Halloween ears, a jacket... Some form of a Halloweeny jumper, black jeans, and either of my Nightmare for Christmas vans. Yeah. It'll fair. just depend on the day. So I'm bringing, I have a Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party jumper from 2015, which is actually really cute and has Mickey Minnie trick-or-treating in Haunted Mansion costume. It's very cute. Uh-huh. And I think that glows in the dark. And then I have my pumpkin jumper from ASOS, and then I'll have my dress for the party. And then I should have my Oogie Boogie Bash spirit jersey, which the lovely Serene sent for me all the way from California. It's in Ireland and it arrived in Ireland yesterday, it's which gonna, is Monday. It's going to appear at some time during the week though. So as long as that gets here before then, that's coming with me because it has Oogie Boogie on it and it has all the villains like spray painted around the bottom of it. So I feel like that's a must. Excellent. Yeah. Um, I, I'm just probably going to be wearing jeans and hoodies. I have enough Disney tat that I'll just bring... Bring your new spirit jersey. My new spirit jersey. Your dandruffy one. Oh, yeah. I got a Star Wars um, Rise of Skywalker spirit jersey. Yeah. I'll bring that. That'll be cute. Yeah. <gasps> then I can be Boba Fett. There you go. Maybe we'll do that. And I can put it on... Screaming. Sorry. Because <laughs> then I can put it on over it. Oh, well. Um, yeah, so I'll bring that spirit jersey. I actually think I might bring my pizza platter hoodie because it's warm. Oh, yeah. And it's got pizza platter on the back, which is kind of themed as well. Um, again, just wearing jeans fluffy socks my runners because they're warm and yeah i just have to decide whether i'm bringing my big coat or my raincoat because my raincoat isn't as thin as a regular raincoat like it's still like a jacket but i also don't know if it's cold enough for my big coat yeah see my raincoat is very thin yeah you're like just a proper like pack of macaroni jacket yeah pretty much there is a cute one on asos that i might i'll show you after we record you can let me know what you think okay (laughs) because the one that i have it's 
ginormous on me now. Yeah. So I kind of do need a smaller coat, but I don't know if I'm better off just buying an actual regular coat that'll do me for the winter, which I feel like I'm answering my own question. But anyway. Oh, well then. <sighs> so, and then I just have other. So anything else? Any other points of interest? I don't know. I think it's going to just be a massive big learning curve in terms of the Halloween party. Yes. One, whether we'll ever do it again. Yes. Two, to give a fair representation of what it's actually like. Mm -hmm. Because I've only ever heard of people who are in wheelchairs and get pushed out of their wheelchairs because... Honestly. People can't queue properly. And everything's just an absolute mess and no one gets to do anything. And I just... I can't believe that nobody gets to do anything at all. Yeah. Because... It doesn't make sense. Like somebody, it's like some people must have a good time. Yeah. And some people have to be in the queue first. Yeah. So some people must be guaranteed to meet all these people and have a good time. Yeah. So I'm excited to actually take in what it's like. We'll definitely be taking note of stuff as it happens so that we can report it back to you guys as well. But I think it's only fair that we actually go to one before we say like, everything in Dillard Paris is always shit. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think we're both prepared for it to fail. Yeah. And we both have like the, like, not the hindsight, the future sight? Foresight? <laughs> foresight. <laughs> R.I.P. Bruce. <laughs> we both have the, like the foresight to be like, look, this may be really bad. Yeah. And upsetting that yeah. it's bad. So we just need to go into that knowing it. Yeah. And then when it is, we'll still be upset, but be like, ah, we knew this was going to happen. Yeah, and I I honestly think that's what... Because, like, my main thing for the Halloween party is Oogie Boogie. It's called Spade a Spade. And I think that's I think that's where I'm having the internal battle. Because it's either I could spend the whole night trying to meet Oogie Boogie and either I don't get to meet him or I get rushed through by a cast member or whatever may happen there and I'd be really upset by it. Or I just... There's just too many variables. Yeah, pretty much. There's just... And, I like, we've never been to any of the paid parties or annual paid parties aren't like that. We've, we've been to the, the grand opening of Phantom Manor and even then uh, it had its issues. <laughs> You're telling me. So I just, I don't know. I'm anxious. Intrigued. I posted on that Disneyland Paris advice Facebook page asking people for what the top tips were and literally everyone was like, wear something warm, lower your expectations. And so many people were like, be prepared to be disappointed. Here's my four page story of a terrible time I had. And I'm like, cool, thanks guys. Yeah. But then I also wonder, is it like people are more inclined to talk about things when they had a bad time? Oh, absolutely. Rather than, hey, our, we had, it was fine. <laughs> absolutely. And to be like, we're very realistic with stuff. Like we're not- Especially with DLP. <laughs> we're not going in expecting the sun, moon and stars. Let's call a spade a spade. Um, we are very realistic when it comes to stuff. And yeah. I don't know. I guess we'll see. There's a bunch of people who we chat to on Instagram that are going to be there. So excited to hopefully get to see some more people that listen to the show or that we follow on Instagram, that follow us, stuff like that. If you see us, we're both incredibly awkward with people we don't know. So just say hi. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So I know Simon, Game of Phones and his girlfriend is going to be there. And then, and then Badger and Tori from Doom Boogies on Instagram. They're also going to be there. So there's at least two couples that we'll know that'll be there so hopefully we'll get to get to meet some people and say hello because i feel like we chat to these people all the time online like good internet friends do exactly <laughs> so yeah my arm's going dead so i think that's the end of the podcast yeah <laughs> thanks very much for listening guys we will of course be posting everything all over our stories 
and keeping you up to date with the hippity haps and As we always what we do. think. Probably more so than we did last time because last time I feel like there was just so many people and there was so much going on that... We were just having a great time. Yeah. So I feel like this will be more an Instagrammy trip. And also because we know it's going to be a lot busier, we're going to have a lot more time of like standing around. Oh yeah. And like filling time. And eating. So much eating. Yeah. I have a feeling we're going to eat more than we're going to go on rides. That's <laughs> totally fine with me. So yeah, thanks very much for listening guys. We won't be recording again until we come back from DLP and do our trip report for that. But in the meantime, we're going to record with the lovely Nathan and get his follow-up from what he thought as being a noob in DLP and his thoughts on being celiac in DLP as well because that was something that we were, I feel like, justifiably worried about. Yes, and from being on the trip, it was completely justifiable. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, thanks so much for listening, guys. As you know, it's we're not sponsored. We don't get any money for this. We just do it for the fun. If you would like to share our podcast with other people please do we're on apple podcasts we're on spotify we're on oh the podcast app i listen to pocket casts i think is what i use we're on so many things please share please share instagram at mickey wops pod yeah we're always active we're always answering questions we just love engagement yeah <laughs> if there is a podcast app that you use that we're not on let us know and breath will sort that right out for us yeah good good man breath <laughs> But yeah, thanks so much for listening, guys. Bye. Good Bye. morning. Bye.